It may be sunny in LA, but I stay bringing the shade. You think you have me figured out? Until you don't. This is Black Reality Kiki with AJ. And your girl, Fresha. We're getting into season 14 of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. It's all about the shade, the drama, and the slays. Come, Come take, take a, a BRK. BRK. One love, one heart. Let's get together and get these bitches together because they acting too crazy. Hey, friends. Did you rehearse that ahead of time? <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew I wanted to open with a song and more specifically a Bob Marley song. I just didn't know which one. So I let it, you know, just roll off the tongue. And of course, One Love was the first one because we got to keep it peaceful, serene. Oh, you know what's really, really, really crazy? What? I have Bob Marley on my t-shirt right now. Wow. And you know I got my black, green, and gold on, on my top. So we really in the Jamaican vibe today. What the heck? That is so funny. Yeah, I'm giving you punk Bob Marley, but that's... I literally just, I just realized that. That's so funny. Wow, honey. We're on the same one accord, the same one accord. Honey, you ready to get going on this last episode of Them in the Island? Let's do it. So we picked right back up at dinner where we left off last week. Obviously, we know our future baby daddy. Ross was a little upset at how Kenya was treating his wife. And last week, we were left on a cliffhanger with him saying, don't fuck with my wife. And honey, then we see after that, he walks off because clearly he's just not into it. What were your thoughts on that, honey? Because we see Kenya, you know, um, still talking about it as he leaves, trying to figure out, well, how did Marlo get there? Like, why was she there and we weren't there? And then Sonya wasn't checking on us, et cetera, et cetera. But like, Marlo was on time. That's how Marlo was there, Kenya. Like, come on now. They just were really acting childish to me. So I really still don't fault Ross. Ross is not with the shit. He's just not. Like, he is just showing up and doing what he needs to do. But I left off last episode with saying that, you know, I understand him coming to her defense, but I wish he didn't um, use expletives. It's kind of harsh for a man to be cussing at a woman. Um, And I still, that still runs true, but it was like a diffused reaction. Like he reacted and then immediately diffused the situation. So that's good. Like he walked away. He didn't sit there and argue because we know Kenya will go back and forth with a man. She has no problem doing that. (laughs) And he didn't give her that. So I appreciate them walking away. As far as the drama, I mean, can they not find anything more interesting to fight about? I just really cannot. Also in the scene, we see Candy trying to defuse the situation. She's even kind of like, kind of calling out Kenya, which we know she does hold her friend accountable from time to time. Um, and really, like I said, there was no opportunity for a blow up. I feel like we were teased in a way because we thought it was going to be a huge blow up. But no, the Richards Ross Rosses walk away. They defuse, they come back. And that's pretty much it. I would call this scene very, very anticlimactic for sure. We were set up for like a big situation and then it, we just left for failure. It was very anticlimactic. Like Ross cooled down. Sonya came back very gracefully, told the girls, you know, thank you for having dinner. Tomorrow we're going to do the rafting and things of that nature. And so to your point, it was an interesting ending to what we thought was going to be this big boiling point. But in all honesty, I wasn't surprised because you know the Richards Ross. They're always going to be very much 
um, PC, very put together. I don't see them, you know, going too crazy, going too left. So I wasn't that surprised that this fell flat. What I will say, though, Drew being carried out, someone said she'd be like, Beyonce, if I was her, I just would have went home, child. Like, why is she still in Jamaica when she got a torn Achilles or tendon or whatever it is? Funny you bring up Drew, because she took the opportunity to start to pile on Sonya a little bit in this whole scene altercation issue. And I just thought that was really petty. Like, girl, you have buried the hatchet with Sonya. Just move on. Like, let it go. It, again, goes back to that whole three-on-three feud um, people just acting fake allegiance to their side and just kind of coming for the people across the aisle, which is just like childish. Um, and then, yeah, she felt like Beyonce. Child, she, I, I hate injured people on trips. I'm sorry. Like they bring down the vibe. It's like less fun to watch and experience. I'm with you. If I were her, I would have just packed my fine problematic husband on the plane, and we would have just gone back to them kids, honey, because... Absolutely, because, like, what's the point of being in Jamaica if you can't really do anything? Like, you can't go out, you can't party, you can't hang out with the girls, you just sit in a room, honey, but, hey, they got a resort stay out of it, so you can't be mad at it. So next, we get to day four at the resort, and we kick off with Sheree having a work call about the fashion show, and it sounds like she's struggling yet again, honey. Date change, samples <laughs> missing... <laughs> model call like girl have you not learned from the first two three failures like i don't understand i just don't get it date change i don't know why that sends me but it's true the date did have to change Uh, honey it's just like i'm so tired of she being on hold like she gotta get it together she do but anywho we also see that of course saya is going back to ifit she gotta secure that bag and while she's gone she's leaving miss marlo hampton to stand in as the host for the trip. And so you know that's going to rub some of the girls the wrong way. Because as soon as she it's announced that she's a temporary host, Kenya calls Marlo a wannabe, irrelevant, clout-chasing pedestrian. Now, was that called for, Kenya? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get the pedestrian part. Like, she has cars. I guess she's saying, like, pedestrian as if she's not even in the same category as me. Like, there's a pedestrian and then there's Kenya-type situation. Like, a nobody Uh, versus a housewife. Honey, I don't know. Versus a driver. (laughs) It's just too much, uh, But And then you know Candy also rolled her eyes, but it's okay. They'll get over it. But we also see during this moment that Sonya, while she's at iFit, she chose last night to invite Sheree on to the set to watch her, you know, do her thing in her zone filming for her client um, because she felt bad that Sheree missed out on the first day. Now, after all that, excuse my French, bitching, Sheree was late, didn't even get to see any of the filming going on, and was just there at the end. But honestly, in my opinion, nothing at all. I I don't really understand how the logistics of that um how that ball was dropped apparently the driver got lost on the way there or something Honey, i don't know allegedly allegedly uh but i will say when she finally when she pulls up to um sonya in the jungle wherever they were it was so beautiful um i'm sure they got some really beautiful shots 
But Sonya just seemed really sad. Did you notice that? I feel like she, for one, she was tired because she has been working out nonstop, basically filming, but then also dealing with these women. But I honestly do feel like she's sort of annoyed in how everything has been playing out. Because if you recall, during this moment, she starts to talk about, you know, I didn't invite Kenya on purpose. That situation made her feel some kind of way. She feels like Kenya isn't grateful. She feels like there's been a turn in their relationship. And so I think, honestly, from my vantage point, I think she was just over it. Like, I think she's just like, this is annoying. It's too much drama. We were supposed to be having fun in Jamaica. And naturally, you got to keep in mind, this is also Sonya's first time hosting a trip like this for the show. And so, and from, in my opinion, Sonya has been killing it. Like, she's been doing a great job hosting. I think even Candy compared it to Kenya's trip to South Carolina, where it was trash. They didn't even have anything to eat. And Science over here having all the stops, having the excursions, having the food, having everything planned for them. And you still have people like Kenya bitching about everything and nitpicking and saying, oh, this and that and this and that. And so she's probably over it. So that's what I'm getting. She, I think she has like housewife fatigue, I'm sure, where it's like they're thick into the season. The drama is really high. Um, it's it seems like every exchange is an argument or a debate. Um, and she's just, you know, trying to enjoy the trip and that, I mean, work as well. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with her. I'm like annoyed and tired at the same time because all of the needless drama is just that. It's needless. Switching back over to the other ladies and Marlo as host, did you get into the locks piece? Into the locks? Okay, remember, did Marlo have, like, locks or something? In this episode? Mm-hmm. With the, I thought uh, she had a piece. Well, she switched back to... I think, it, I think see, that's why I think it was a piece. So, for when she was the host, if I'm not mistaken, now you have me questioning myself, but she showed up with the um, red two-piece, the skirt, the Chanel bag, and I mm-hmm. think it was, like, locks or something, but they were it was a piece. Like, you know, like, a braided, a braided wig? Honestly, there was definitely something at play because I remember it being longer than what her other scenes were, but I didn't know that they were, like, faux locks or something. They could have been, like, a faux lock or a butterfly lock um, wig or some of some kind. Honey, she looked good in the Chanel. It was a, um, it definitely was some type of protective style piece. Something real cute and temporary for the fit. That was cute. Something real cute. You know Marlo brings the looks always. At the end of the scene, honey, we see that Sonya is not feeling Kenya. She is all in on Marlo and that's that on that. We still got that divide going. Which reminds me, honey, one thing I noticed on the opening, did you peep that Marlo and Kenya are the two center housewives now in the opening. Yeah, was it always them? I guess so, but for some reason I thought it would be Candy because it typically isn't it like the one who makes the most money or something? Or was that just a rumor? Well, I think historically it, it has always been the one that makes the most money, but um, I doubt... Actually, we, we know that as fact that Marlo... There's no way Marlo is making more than Kenya... Sorry, more than Candy, but... It probably, I don't know, makes sense for the storyline. Yeah, I, I want to say that Candy was always like to the left of Kenya, like next to her, but not in the center. Do you want to tell the fans about lunch? So as Sheree is wrapping up with Sonya, they head back to the resort um, and they all, she meets up with the larger group for lunch. 
um, with Marlo still serving as host. Sonia, I think, takes some time off to collect herself. She was tatted in. Exactly. Freshen <laughs> up. Probably spend some time with her man. You know, all the good stuff. And so Marlo was just having the worst time trying to corral these people to get them to get up and move even. Because no one is paying attention to her, obviously, given the crowd no one is a huge fan. So lunch is rolling along. Of course, you know, that quintessential Jamaican menu had my mouth watering personally. And the folks are enjoying lunch. No drama, you know, from anyone in the group. But a little feathered friend from far up above decides to shit <laughs> on the lunch table. Disgusting. <laughs> and I think, I want to say it, what is it, hit Monietta's napkin? Yeah, it definitely hits, like, one of the ladies' napkins of some kind, and they just start yelling. They're just like, oh my god, I knew it was going to happen, I knew it was going to happen, honey. Marlo dipped. She said, me and Chanel got a guy. You know what's crazy? Just the other day, I was out at a park with some friends having lunch. Oh, no. And that exact thing happened to me, okay? Ew. It was not cute. It was, like, seriously so traumatic. So the fact that it, I was just, like, laughing. Well, okay. I'm candy in the scene. I'm going to pull my plate and run over to the side and eat where it's safe. Kenya was sitting right there at the table just going right along with her meal. I was like, what? She talking about in the confessional, y'all ain't never had no bird poop seasoning. Like, girl, what? <laughs> she took that too far. Bird poop seasoning. What? Girl, please. The seasoning. I'm like, girl, ew. And also, Why? Very strange choices happening there. Honey, you were right on Candy, though. She said she won't skip a meal or a bag. Honey, and we know that to be fact. Not even a little bird poop can end the show for her. So after the bird poop, honey, Marlo tried to save them and invite everybody to the pool, but the ladies were not feeling her. At all. They were moving like molasses. Like they had, I don't know, something. You could tell they wanted to march to the beat of their own drum and not to Marlo's drum. It's childish. It was so childish. She was like, well, I'm not going to listen. I'm going to act like I don't hear her. Like, wow, they were so childish. Even when they finally did get to the pool, Candy, Todd, and Kenya went and did their own thing in the VIP bungalow. I was like, damn, they being that petty. It was funny because Marlo, when Marlo and Adrian, I believe, her booty, um, her florist, were first at the pool, we see Monietta join them first. And I think Marlo made a comment like, oh, I see Candy allowed you to talk to me, which is true. <laughs> it's true because Candy was coming at her later on. Oh, I see you over there kicking with Marlo. Child, high school, pretty much high school stuff. Um, so yeah, honey, they went straight to the VIP. And you know Todd was was over it with Marlo. So you were not going to find him sitting next to her at the pool. So he went straight to the VIP bungalow vibe. He really did. I was like, wow, they being that petty. But we have this time for Magneta, Marlo, and Sheree to actually talk about Candy versus Marlo's situation at the previous dinner. And Sheree honestly agrees with Marlo in this moment in that she says she feels Candy inserted herself into the conversation. And when we play it back, I too see another perspective in that, you know, it was very much Marlo versus Raph. Like Candy didn't need to come in it. And then for the first thing that for her to say when she does get in it is that you're hypocritical because you just gave away your nephews. Like, Honestly, I don't blame Marlo for reading your ass because why the first thing for you saying something would be to bring up the nephews? Like, 
that I in that point I do understand why Marlo went for the juggler and started talking about her husband. Granted, two wrongs don't make a right, but Candy should not have said anything. Like I didn't realize. I guess I I don't know what I thought Candy said at first, but I didn't think Candy's first statement was had anything to do with the nephews. I thought she was just like, "Why are you being so hard?" And then Marlo attacked Candy. But the fact that she immediately said something about the nephews, it's, as soon as she felt like Marlo was taking it too far, that was too much. I thought about the situation a little bit differently after this scene. Um, essentially, Marlo feels burned by Candy because, you know, it's a highly sensitive topic. Obviously, you know, she was, I think she made the comment like, I didn't want to talk about it in front of this group. It's all the same people. But I understand like there's a time and place for everything. She opened up her heart, her story. Um, to the girls and now it's kind of being thrown back at her um, in just like a casual, not so casual um, dinner conversation. Um, But I also see Candy's side because as far as like the quote unquote hypocrisy from Marlo's end, and then also she added an additional comment that seems like a running theme on this specific trip where she said that she didn't find it appropriate for Marlo to be going back and forth with Ralph, who, you know, is Drew's husband as far as like, which I I also agree. If I am having a dispute with a man and my husband is in the room, I would expect him to step up on my behalf and, you know, just kind of like talk it out in that way. Same thing. If my husband gets into it with a woman and, you know, and I'm in the room, I'm going to step in. So that whole kind of like male, female, I don't know, maybe it's like old school way of thinking. Maybe it's traditional. Um, but in that same breath, Candy didn't have to come the way that she did. Like if she chose, like she wanted to be the sacrificial lamb in that moment, which honestly it should have been Drew, right? Understand that, you know, Ralph is her man, her husband. If she chose that she wanted to insert herself in the situation, why was the first thing to your point? Well, you gave up your nephews. Like, oh, excuse me? Because when it first happened at dinner, I also didn't realize that Drew... And Marlo had a conversation previously where she told Marlo that Ralph was adopting Josiah. I also did not know that. So also understanding that perspective is like, granted, yes, Marlo overreacted, whatever. But you understand her frustration from the beginning. So like, why would you even bring up the nephew piece when that had nothing to do with what they were talking about? So honestly, Candy got what she deserved in that moment. I mean, wrong is wrong, yes, but... It is what it is. Like, you talking about me, I'm going to talk about you because we're both petty. Why? Because we're housewives. I think, yeah, it's giving, like, surface-level forgiveness. Like, yeah. remember that whole scene? What were they, at, at the sauna or something like that? Mm-hmm. They always kiss, make up. It seemed like Candy was, like, triggered in that argument. There's something that Marlo was saying, doing, obviously, that triggered Candy for her to react that way. Like, so kind of, you know, brash, especially because she wasn't in it. Like, she was stepping into something in you know the crosshairs um and very like with kind of like in my opinion a misaligned approach um and so what that shows me is like candy marlo like all of that kind of breakthrough sisterhood okay apologize let's be good friends it's all surface level because if candy knows how to be a friend to someone who is flawed i.e kenya for whatever reason she extends more grace 
to someone like Kenya, who to me is a, as loose of a cannon as Marlo. But when the shoe's on the other foot with Marlo, the patience isn't there. So I think that's what it is. It's like, you, y'all really just don't gel at the end of the day, like not on a deep, deep, deep level. And so when somebody slips up or maybe is stepping out of their own character, instead of extending that grace is knock them down, tear them down, call them out, you know, et cetera, which what we saw at the first dinner in Jamaica. So I think that it might be an oil and water situation. We already know where Candy's allegiance lies and that's on team Kenya. So honey, that's that tea on that. Honey, they exhaust me. You want to go into the bamboo rafting? <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Let's move on. Honey, what happened at the rafts? So the rafts were, what can we call Lazy, what, what did uh, Todd call it? The Lazy River? A Lazy River raft, honey. It was giving like less white water and more Lazy River. Um, so, uh, I think Kenya said the golden girls of rafting, which wasn't a lie. But also I was annoyed at that because Kenya know if they would have, if she would have planned for them to do something physical where they using their arms, they would have complained. You can never win with these girls. But you know, Kenya is all fake, uh, thrill seeker and everything. You right. You, you remember right. that boat? <laughs> what, what trip was that? Do you remember the cave story? Okay. She, that bitch is she crazy. <laughs> like a warm cave no but you remember what i don't i don't remember what trip it was but i just you know we all have that memory of kenya driving the boat and they were speeding and cynthia like her top came off and they were all bouncing back there going crazy that wasn't when um cynthia and portia got into it was it no not that boat not that boat they were on a trip i forget where um i think phaedra was even oh i was about to say phaedra was there and greg and nini were also there yes it was a couple's trip when um kenya went with um walter maybe was it in that trip? no the first maybe trip? maybe 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 or maybe it was a trip where um for bailey eyewear one of those it was like a it was no it wasn't bailey eyewear it was older than that i think it was when i think it was when walter was there brk listeners let us know in the comments which episode it was please let us know you remember when she went full throttle on that boat and damn near killed the people Didi was trash she was like oh hell no her hat yeah, like whole top came off. Anyway, she knows she's a fake thrill seeker. So they kind of couple up, pair up, and get on these beautiful rafts that, you know, are just kind of riding along the lazy, the lazy river as Todd called Todd called it. So a couple call outs. Number one, Candy was up there on the phone handling business, queendom business. Honey, it looks like Candy and Todd were handling the kingdom business because we had some OLG emails being answered too, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> honey don't know lazy river stop no show okay they got money to attend to kingdom business first tucker business kbt and tbt todd was just trying to make sure that candy was relaxing and actually enjoying the trip versus work 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 we also see sonya kikiing with marlo just opening up about like the issue basically at this point of the episode, there's an ele- a big elephant in the room. And that elephant is between Sonya and Kenya. And basically they're all of these like kind of pressure. So a lot of these branched out conversations are like, okay, so like, what are you gonna do with Ke- the whole Kenya situation? So Sonya's opening up more to Marlo. We know that they've buddied up um, and you know, they kind of fall on the same side of the fence on the three versus three. I feel like, yes, yeah, she was just, Sonya was just reiterating that she's tired of Kenya being passive aggressive, I think is what she said. And that, you know, she felt like she wanted to have a friendship with her, but now there may be not be an opportunity to have a friendship with both her and Marlo and that 
she seems to be okay with that. She seems to be okay with her and Marlo being friends and being ride or dies, which, hey, it is what it is. You know that divide was going to happen eventually. It happened ultimately on this episode. Um, but then also in this moment, we see Kenya, on the other hand, talking to Sheree um, about that same dinner. And I just wanted to do a call back to last week's episode when you said how the girls will react to Ross. And sure enough, how did Kenya react to Ross saying, don't fuck with my wife? That she's intimidated by him, honey. I knew it was coming. You called it. You called it. She said that he was aggressive because he was cursing at her and standing up. When he cursed at her. And she didn't have a man there to protect her. Honey, the drama. And she was trying to convince Trey, like, I mean, isn't somebody screaming and cursing at you? Wouldn't you call that aggressive? Like, the way she was really trying to drive that point home. And I hate to say it, but Sheree was giving flip-flop. Was she giving flip-flop to you? She's definitely giving flip-flop. Like, Ugh. she had just, quote-unquote, made up with Sonya. So, in theory, this conversation should have been null and void. But of course, she's going to egg it on and get a reaction from Kenya, thus calling Ross aggressive and things of that nature. It was just all dramatic. I'm like, at one point, Sheree did say, you know, I don't think he meant any harm, which we all know he didn't. Like, it was not that dramatic. But to your point last week, when he dropped that F-bomb and he stood up, even though when Ross did it, he did it so calmly and he walked away. Come on, girl. You were not intimidated by that. You were not in, in uh, fear or in danger at all. But I knew it was going to come. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to say that she wasn't in fear or intimidated. If you in fear and intimidated Miss Kenya more by Ross, who talked very softly and walked off after saying that, then maybe you're intimidated. But come on. The drama. The drama. It it was reaching with a lot of G's. That's what I wrote down. Mm-hmm. We she and Sonya also brings up the divorce situation, how Kenya uses it as a crutch. So overall, I think Sonya just tired of Kenya shit. She is. She she sees through the BS. I think also to add to the Sonya and Marlo conversation, she's realizing that, you know, there may be kumbaya one minute between the two of them, but then the next minute she's throwing shade about the dry um, beef patties at that party that she hosted at her house. And I think that she just doesn't want to subscribe to that type of friendship. Whereas Marlo seems like she's all in or all out with someone as far as friendship. So I think that's what she's going to, she's going to choose to go down that path and see where it leads her. But honey, Sheree needs to pick a side because she's riding that fence. Riding that fence hard, honey. Like, honey, let it go. Whose side are you on? Are you team Hampton? Or are you team Moore? You can't be both. We clearly prove, have proved that. <laughs> okay. So take us to the, the final scene, honey, the wrap up situation. Honey. So for the final night in Jamaica, our ladies are going to meet on the beach for dinner. But before we get there, we find out a few things. First, we see that Drew is still bedridden, honey. She definitely should have went on home child, because she can't even come to dinner. She, her ankle is st- or her foot is getting even more swollen by the minute. And she's left in her room with her husband. Of course, we also see a quick kiki with Mayetta and candy where candy calls out Mayetta and marlo kiki and saying fuck y'all bond <laughs> bond <laughs> honey fuck y'all bond bitch <laughs> honey but Mayetta was basically preparing candy for dinner um as far as what marlo had to say and sort of getting her ready to have a conversation with marlo because you know that that was going to come up 
Honey, but then as we get to dinner, we first see the Rosses. Honey, love Sonya's hair. It was giving Diana Ross on the beach. It was cute. You know, this is the black, green, and gold dinner. So everybody was wearing black, green, and gold. Honey, everybody was looking good for the most part. What were your thoughts? Honey, did you get into Heath's outfit? Honey, what was Heath wearing? Heath had a... <laughs> so everyone pretty much had an interpretation, right? Either wearing like black or gold or golden black with mm-hmm. a dash of green mm-hmm. honey Heath had on a Jamaica t-shirt I think it might have had a collar too yes it did <laughs> it was like one of those coaching car- collar shirt polo shirt and I didn't I think I didn't notice did he have a man bun the whole time honestly I don't know that's a good question there was a little like spout at the top like a little I don't know I was like oh the thing is because Heath blends so well it's like when you see him it's like you almost don't see him he does definitely blend into the background in my opinion honey but speaking of outfits we see that Marlo and Candy were thinking on the same thing honey they were the McQueen twins the McQueen sisters if you will which was interesting because to me that top was giving Zara or something it was it was definitely (laughs) giving like you've seen a Zara dupe before it was not giving McQueen it was not giving McQueen but I definitely loved Marlo's green better than the black. The black was a little plain to me. Oh yeah, for sure. I didn't even I didn't like Candy's braid crown mm-mm. situation. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Honey, I was just gonna skip it to the side. What was Sheree wearing? Sheree had on a green dress, I think. Okay. I think. Don't quote me on that, but I think she had on a green dress. Honey, the outfits were cute. They were safe. It was nobody that was like, oh my God, like outstanding. But I really did love Sian's hair. Like I was like, wow, that's giving blowy. She looks gorgeous. Loved it, loved it. Kenya even complimented her on the way to the table. Exactly. So, hey, maybe, you know, Olive Branch in a hair compliment. Who's to say? Anywho, honey, we get into the food menu. Food menu sounds bomb per usual. They've been having great food this trip. Um, And they decide to go around and do um, what's been everyone's best part of the trip. And during this, you know, Marlo is invited or encouraged, if you will, by Sheree to speak to Candy on her thoughts on their disagreement the other night at dinner. And Marlo is basically explaining, you know, why she was upset, why she attacked Candy, et cetera, et cetera, because Candy said she didn't understand why. And in which Candy said, if you go low, I'm going to go lower every time. I ain't Michelle Obama, honey. So she had to make it clear that Michelle wasn't in Jamaica. And so really in this moment, they get nothing squared away. They get nothing solved because they basically just agree to disagree. Candy does apologize a little bit in saying she didn't mean to bring in the nephews, but she still says that she meant what she said and that Marlo was acting hypocritical. So they really don't get anything solved. And then on top of that, Todd says, if y'all ever argue again, leave me the fuck out of it. And what does Marlo do? She pulls a Kenya and tells Todd not to curse at me because now she feels unsafe. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Y'all are killing me. Another surface level apology. Just slapping a band-aid on the issue. I'm sure these two will be fighting again before the season's over. Um, Yeah, it was just kind of like brief and like, I don't know. Just for, just I guess keeping the peace at this point. I mean, there is no friendship being bridged or built. It's just keeping the peace. Absolutely, absolutely. It was so annoying. It got so annoying that ross and the men just dipped honey ross got a word so he leaves ross is not with the shit he's over there he's just at this point he's like i gotta work i gotta go gotta go gotta work early gotta go and i don't i mean how many words has he said this whole trip do you know we do know that five of the words that he said has been don't fuck with my wife 
So outside of that, honey, he ain't, ha- he ain't need to say much. Seriously, he hasn't. I guess the men, I mean, the only man that's been talking is Todd, really. But he's experienced at this point being a house husband. Everyone else is just, oh, Ralph gave a little a little razzle-dazzle as well, honey. We know Heath was quiet as hell. Yeah, I feel like Ralph would have been more active if Drew was around. But obviously, because Drew is injured, Ralph can't be there. Like, that would just be weird. But as the men leave, honey, Sonya don't waste no time. She's like, what's up, Kenya? I feel like you've been ungrateful. I feel like, you know, you just have not been on the same vibe. I can't do anything right in your eyes, blah, 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 blah. And honey, I hate to say it, but Kenya just shuts her down she's like you're inarticulate in explaining yourself i'm like damn like did you not i feel like nobody caught that i was i had to rewind it. i was like did she just call this bitch inarticulate like damn that's fucked up she really did like candy said in her confession like sonia i don't know if you want i don't know if you got the smoke to put up with the smoke because one thing about kenya moore She's going to use that mouth of hers and she's, it's a weapon. And I just don't really understand. Honestly, I feel like Sonya had feelings or has in real time has feelings about the way that she feels about Kenya. But for whatever reason, her brain went blank as hell. Yeah. She was like, let me think. Then she started, cause she started to backpedal a little bit and talk about like, oh, you hung up on me. But Kenya's like, but we talked about that. We moved past that. What's new? Like, what's the issue? She should have kept it to the to the trip because that's plenty of examples. She was late. She was fussing about not being invited when she was invited, but she didn't come. Like, there are plenty of times. I think she was just like, you know what? I don't even feel like fighting. She, Like I said, she seemed sad and tired by the end of that trip. And not a lot of R&R happening on Sonya's uh, dime. At that point... Sonya just tosses in the towel and I guess Kenya wins the argument, but then Kenya backpedals and goes back and calls her articulate. And that, that that's one of the her favorite things about Sonya. Like it was so annoying that I literally didn't even want to watch the rest of the episode. Because I'm like, so in a matter of two to three minutes, y'all go from fussing at each other to going the exact opposite and being okay with each other and then asking for a birthday cake. Was it even Kenya's birthday? Like, what? I just don't understand what that conversation was. It's feeling manufactured. It really was, honey. I honestly am glad this trip to Jamaica ended. Like, I was getting exhausted with them being in an island. They weren't getting along. It wasn't entertaining. It wasn't even like they weren't getting along and it was entertaining. They just were making up arguments to the point that it was just uncomfortable and boring to watch. (laughs) Damn, hit him hard. I hate to say it. It's just like, what are y'all doing? Like, if you have drama, at least let the drama be worthwhile. Like, it was just giving pettiness. Like, just going back to Atlanta, honey, because Jamaica doesn't look good on y'all bitches. Mm. At all. So they finally are heading back to the A, honey. But before they leave, we see that Miss Marlo and Candy made up. Do you want to tell the people at home how they made up, child? So apparently they're all in the airport heading back. And I guess Marlo, you know, heard the word that KFC is popping in Jamaica. Um, and like extra good, like even better than it is here. So, you know, she had to secure her bucket. And then here comes Miss Candy um, honey, apparently she sniffed it from a mile away. That good old KFC chicken. <laughs> <laughs> honey, them senses were tingling. Those senses were tingling, tingling like Spider-Man. Um, and literally the chicken lured in candy so much so that the two 
literally broke bread, but instead of breaking bread, they broke chicken. And honey just came to peace about their issues. And who knew that it was going to take some KFC in Jamaica to bring some harmony between Marlo and Candy. Not saying that I'm totally surprised given that it's Candy and she loves a good meal. Um, but I mean, that one threw me through a loop. I mean, it put a little smile on my face towards the end of the episode. So I can't be mad. Yeah, it was definitely cute. I was like, wow, they made up over some KFC chicken, which I have heard that KFC chicken in Jamaica is good. So I ain't mad at you, Candy. Get your chicken, girl. Overall, child, we have done our island excursion. We are going back to Atlanta, Georgia next week. And I guess I'm tuned in, honey. I'm just... On buckled up for the road trip at this point. Like, I don't know where we're going to go from here. I'm waiting for that damn fashion show. Or what was it? Present- what do you call a presentation? An expose? <laughs> Honey, it was called a fashion presentation. But this episode, she does say fashion show. So I'm scared for our girl, Sheree Child. Because I don't know what to expect. That's what I'm looking That's the next big milestone for me. So they better come correct with that one. Honey, you know what time it is. It's Peach of the Week. Who are you giving your peach to this week? So for my peach of the week this week... I'm going to give it to Sonya. Um, she, to be honest, she handled this whole hostess with the mostest with style and grace. She did it in her home country. She has so much pride in that. She dealt with these crazy bitches for a good amount of days. And that's an accomplishment in and of itself. She kept her man by her side and her, her man kept her by her side, which we love to see. They had each other's back. And they were getting a coin together. So honestly, if you just remove all the extraness, the malarkey with the housewives, if we just get down to the nitty gritty of it, Sonia went to Jamaica with her man to get a bag and to enjoy some vacation. And that's all that it really was at the core of it. It just happened to be all these extra guests that followed them everywhere. Um, and I know that our girl is tired. She seems a little stressed out, not gonna lie. I'm sure she's missing her son and her sister and her parents and her nephews, brother-in-law. So honey, Sonia, I'm gonna give you this peach and girl, I'm gonna just tell you, just pack your bags as quickly as you can, hop on that flight and just get on back to Atlanta. Honey, immediately. <laughs> immediately. Hit eject. Okay, they done tarnish her home's land. <laughs> honey, that's a good one. She deserves it. She'd never bring them back, child. Honey, I don't blame her. Child, I think I'm going to give my peach to her co-host, Marlo Hampton, honestly, because this episode was tricky for her. She had to take on the role as a co-host, and none of these bitches were fucking with her. And then on top of that, we also see her sort of explain why she got upset, why she did what she did. And in spite of, she still remained graceful. She was nice to everybody. She still tried to communicate with everyone. She apologized for her part in the situation with Candy. And she even shared her Kentucky Fried Chicken. And you can't help but love Miss Marlon Hampton because she looks good, she's graceful, and she's nice. And she's funny as hell. So I'm gonna have to give my peach this week to Miss Marlo Hampton. Okay, that's a good peach. I'll give her first runner-up, but, you know, we'll let the people decide. Okay. <laughs> okay! <laughs> <laughs> Y'all let us know who you feeling for Peach of the Week. Will it be Miss Sonya Richards-Ross for all of the hard work she did on this trip to deal with these queens? Or will it be Miss Marlo Hampton for holding it down in second place um, as the host and also just being a generous and fashionable queen that she is. 
Let us know in the comments at BRKPod. Well, sis, I guess that wraps for this week. Honey, we no longer island tings. We're no longer island girls, okay? Next week, we're back in the States. In the city! We're back in the States, bitch. We're back in Georgia. And we'll see what these girls got planned for the rest of the season because I'm sure it'll be shenanigans per usual. Honey, you know how they do and will always do. Honey, okay. Well, you take care, okay? You keep it cute and I'll see you next week. <laughs> Period. <sighs> Holla back, Yanni. Ooh. What? <laughs> Bye. I don't know. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Black Reality Kiki. Like and subscribe for more from your favorite Black reality gurus. Till next time, keep it peachy, y'all. Bye.